Welcome to Losing a Child, Always Andy's Mom. On this podcast, we journey through the devastating experience of the death of a child. Grief is seldom discussed openly in our culture, and the death of a child makes people feel even more uncomfortable. We approach the topic openly and honestly, speaking to people who have lost loved ones and experts who help care for them. Whether you are a parent experiencing loss or someone who wants to support another going through this tragedy, this podcast strives to offer hope and help. Welcome to episode 210 of Losing a Child, Always Andy's Mom. I'm Marcy Larson, Andy's Mom. If you listen carefully today, you will notice little wind chimes in the background the whole way through. When we start recording, it's quite calm and the wind chimes are not going. And I talk about the wind chimes a little bit because these were purchased in memory of Andy by friends after his death. And I always think that Andy's singing when I listen to them. And today I have the pleasure to talk with Angela, Alana's mom. And Angela's organization in Alana's memory is called Alana's Song. And I almost feel like it's fitting that Andy is singing with the wind chimes in the background almost the whole way through this interview. I absolutely know you will love it, and I hope you can appreciate the wind chimes in the background and they're not too much of a distraction. So I apologize if they're a distraction, but know that I feel like it's Andy just playing a little bit of his song while we talk about Alana's song. Right now, I just invite you to sit back and listen to Angela, Alana's mom. Thank you so much, Angela, for agreeing to come on the Always Andy's Mom podcast today. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for the invite. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited because this is actually our second conversation. It is. Because you interviewed me a little while back to be on your podcast. That's correct. That's correct. I know. So that's exciting. And I that has not aired as of the time we were recording but, and we're thinking they they might air around the same time. So we'll have yeah. to uh, talk about your podcast a little bit and how if people haven't had enough of listening to the two of us this way, then we listen the other way, too, as you the interviewer and me the interviewee. Yes, yes. That sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. And I'm going to explain a little bit first, too, that I'm recording outside today because we're up at the cottage, which is beautiful. So if you're watching the video, this is a little uh, wind chime behind me that is in memory of Andy. So if that goes off a little bit, that'll be Andy making some noise behind us. And there may be plenty of birds in the background, but it was quieter than probably inside my house would be. So that's what we've got today. Love it. Love it. (laughs) All right, Angela, so why don't you just start out by telling us about your sweet Alana? Oh, I love it. I love it. One of my favorite subjects. Yes. My Alana. Oh, where can I begin? Alana, even as um, a small child, mm-hmm. she was just uh, a little reserved, a little quiet, but still full of laughter. Yeah. 
she was just light and laughter and a magnet to everyone that she met. Everyone loved her. Uh, she never met a stranger. And it just continued on until her middle school and high school years. Mm -hmm. She was everybody's friend in school. I still get stories. She was a protector of some that were, you know, not too popular that were being bullied a little. We discovered middle school. She was pretty good at basketball. Mm -hmm. So she was an excellent, you know, polishing up her basketball game. So that was one of the things that we enjoyed with Alana, her basketball practices, her basketball games, yeah. uh, just, just cheering her on and just watching her, watching her game develop. It was just great to see her out on the court. So just to give you just an insight, she was a baby magnet. Babies would cry. And as soon as Alana picked them up, they would stop crying. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loved God. She loved church. Mm -hmm. Alana could be away for the weekend. She could be staying the night at friends' houses, her her dad's house. She could be away. And I could pretty much guarantee Saturday night I'd get a call or a text. Mom, make sure you come and pick me up for church in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So just... Just love and light and laughter is what I would describe my Alana. Mm -hmm. That's how I describe her. Because how many kids do you have? My oldest is my son. Mm -hmm. And then my oldest daughter. I have three. My oldest is Jordan, Haley, and then Alana is the baby. So Alana's the baby. She's the baby to everyone. Uh -huh. How much younger was she than the others? My son is six years older than Alana, and then my daughter, my oldest daughter, is only about a year and a half older. Oh, so your yeah. boy was the big protector, I'm sure, protecting yes. those little sisters. Yeah. And then yeah. were were the girls close? They were close. They were um, each other's first first friend, of course. Of course. And then each other's best friend. And, you know, of course, you have those sister spats. That's mine. Give it to me. Don't, you know. Yeah. Of, of course, get out my room, you know. <laughs> you have those things. But definitely each other's first friend and best friend. Well, that's just wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. good, good. And yeah. she loved basketball. Basketball. She uh, was entering. She had just started her 11th grade year of basketball. Okay. We had just did this huge basketball summer camp. Mm -hmm. And then school started. When you, you know, I don't know if I can lead right into. You, you certainly can. Absolutely. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She had just started uh, her junior year of, of high school. Yeah. Of high school. And, you know, we did this big basketball camp over the summer and she was happy. She was ready to start with the school team. Yeah. So she was excited about that. So about two weeks into school, we okay. had got her enrolled and she had got a couple of practices and her birthday comes mm -hmm. August 23rd. Okay. It's her birthday. Her birthday comes. I actually had a vacation planned with my sister so okay. 
Yeah, I I was taking a cruise with my sister for Alana's birthday. So this was the big thing for me. Yeah. This was our first birthday away from each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. This was our first birthday away from each other. So I was a little um, clingy. Right. A little clingy. And I was, you know, excited for her. Um, Alana, this is your first birthday away from mama. Yeah. Oh, this is your first birthday and trying not to baby her and still love on her as much as I could. Right. Right. And she was, mom, I'm going to be 17. You know, I'll be fine. I'm going to be 17. I'm going to have fun, you know? So I was going on vacation to have fun and she was excited about the school year, about basketball, and about turning 17. That's so funny because my Peter just turned 17 last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 17. Yeah. So we get on the cruise. We have a great time every morning and every night. I made sure I text all my babies. Sure. And, and told them, you know, what mamas say. Yeah. You know, right. love you. Make sure you're up on time for school, make sure you have breakfast, you know, just yeah, all the mama stuff. So I, I did that all week on my cruise. I was gone for five days. I did that all week on my cruise and um, couldn't really talk to them, but I made sure I text. Sure. Yeah. So when the cruise was over, we're um, packing up and getting ready to, you know, get to Florida so right. we can get home. As soon as I got to Florida, I called so I could hear everybody's voice. Hey, hey, it's mama. I'm, you know, I'm back on land. Yeah. You know, can't wait to see you and things like that. So we just went on about, this was a Saturday. We got back Saturday morning. So me and my sister, my flight wasn't until the next day to come home. Right. Because where do you live? I am Indiana. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So our flight was not until the next day. Sunday to come home. So we figured we'd spend Saturday shopping and eating and movies and things like that. So I was out uh, shopping and I found Alana is a gym shoe nut. Yeah. Any... As many basketball players are, I think. Yeah. 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 Gym shoe, gym shoe, gym shoe colors, any kind of style, gym shoe nut. Mm-hmm. So I was out and about shopping and I see some shoes and I said, I think she's going to like these. Yeah. I think she's going to like these. So um, I sent her a picture of the shoe and she said, yeah, mom, I like them. I like them. I'm like, are you sure? I'm not going to pay this money. And you're like, eh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she said, no, no, I like, I'd like them. And, um, I text a little bit. I text her a picture of me and I said, look, mama has a tan because I've been out on the beach and laying out and, you know, yeah. vacationing. And she, she says, I don't see a tan. <laughs> I don't see a tan. So we just kind of laughed about that. As the time went on, as I was still in the store, she texted me, mom, don't forget, si- you know, size nine. She right. was telling me her shoe size. So actually, those were the last words she said to me, size nine. Wow. Yeah. Mom, don't forget, size nine. Yeah. So that was the the last word she said to me. As our day went on, 
Yeah. Me and my sister, we got back from shopping and we were deciding on what movie or whatever we were going to watch for the night mm -hmm. and get ready for me to fly out. And that's when I got a call. Yeah. I just got a call. You know about, the, you know, the call. Yeah. Got the call that Alana had went to a bonfire. Neighborhood kids. Yeah. Were having a bonfire. One of uh, kids she grew up with. So I knew the family. The dad knew the family. She Alana was with her dad while I was away. Right. Okay. So we just weren't uncomfortable sure. with her going. You know, right. there were a gang of guys that were not. They tried to come and they were turned away. Okay. They were, you know, just some some guys that yeah. I guess the family didn't feel comfortable with them being there. So as they were being turned away, I guess there was some altercation with other guys that were outside also. Oh, so nice. as Alana is getting dropped off to come to the bonfire, walking up to the house, some big altercation happened and she was hit by a stray bullet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just when yeah. she was arriving. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. It's just like the definition of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Definition. Definition. Had it been two minutes before or two minutes after. Right. Yeah. Two minutes before, she probably would have been in the backyard or whatever where the bonfire was. Yeah. And two minutes yeah. later, she would have missed it. Yeah. Oh, so tragic. Definitely. So tragic. Definitely tragic. Yeah, you you know it's it's heart wrenching, it's unbelievable, and to not be there, right, right, to not be there because you were in Florida is a whole different deal. Mm -hmm. Is a whole different deal. Yeah. Who told you? A friend, one of my friends called. Uh huh. Because she had gotten the news from the parent. Okay. The parent called her because she didn't know the dad's number offhand. Mine, you know, everything yeah, was she just. Didn't know okay. that. Right. Yeah. So. But she knew that she knew you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A mutual, a mutual friend called me. And that's how I got the news. And of course, your mind is racing. It's you're trying to gather, you know, this can't be. And, you know. Was she gone right away or was was she taken to the ambulance or taken to the hospital? I mean, when you knew she was already gone. We were hoping. Yeah. For the best. Yeah. We were hoping. So we just decided, let's just, me and my sister. Yeah. We're going to cut off communication. It was, it was hard to do. We're going to cut off communication until we get there. Right. Because now I can't fly. We have to jump in the car and drive. Sure. So I can't drive all of this time. Right. Right. No way. No. So you no. were driving, hoping that you were driving to her in the hospital. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So that's what we decided. I can't drive all these hours and my mind is, is gone. Right. So to just cling on to hope. Right. We, we decided, you know what, we're just going to make a mad dash and just pray the whole way. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's what we did. And we went straight, straight 
to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't stop at any, you know, no stops straight to the hospital, to the emergency room. And that's, you know, when I got the confirmation, I got the confirmation that she, I like to say, moved to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, that's, that's pretty much, pretty much in a nutshell of, of how it came about that I, I lost my Alana. Oh, your sweet yeah. Alana. Mm-hmm. My sweet Alana. Yes. Yes. My sweet Alana. And so was the other family there? Your daughter and your son, they were around? Of course. Miraculously. I believe my sister had to call or text silently yeah. because I was in and out. I was in and out. Sure. During that ride. When we got there, friends and family just started to show up. Yeah. Just all at the same time. Yeah. All at the same time. In the emergency room or at the house? In the parking lot. In the parking lot, the emergency room. Yeah. That's what we had. Just loads of people in the emergency room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you get it. I do. I do get it. They would let people in three at a time is what they started doing. Yeah. So you, you get just because it. it's overwhelming. Definitely. It's so overwhelming. Definitely. And your your psyche can't grasp. No. What's going on? No, not at all. It just doesn't seem real at all. At all. At all. So was Alana the only one injured? She was the only, only one, one injured. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's just so unbelievable and seems so unfair, doesn't it? So all of the above yeah all of the above just all all every emotion every heartache every devastation that you can imagine you at just hitting you just hitting you right just hitting you i know i think for all those other kids there how horrible it was too and yeah. even the, you know, those kids involved in the altercation too, obviously, man, no one wanted her to get hurt. At, at no all. Yeah. At all. So it's, it's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. So definitely a lot of fog time. Yeah. I did not move for three months. Okay. After Alana moved to heaven, no work, no church, no any events. Yeah. Rarely, I would sit outside on the back patio mm-hmm. for just fresh air and just sunshine. Sure. You know, just to reflect. Right. right. Uh, still trying to, I'm still today trying to wrap my brain around it. So. Mm-hmm. Because how long has it been now? Actually, the 30th of this month will be eight years. It'll be eight years, yeah. The 30th of this month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have her birthday one week. Yeah. An exact week later is when she, I lost her. Right. An exact week after that is when I buried her. It's so funny how all those dates just kind of stick yeah. stick in your head, isn't it? I was just talking to a friend of mine, and she had been having a very bad day, and she didn't know why. And then she looked at the calendar, mm-hmm. and she, all of a sudden it hit her, well, August yeah. 4th is the day we buried him. Mm. 
because she hadn't thought about that. You know, the fact that the body remembers, the body remembers those days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When it's off, Mm -hmm. like, why is my day off? Why is my definitely? Yeah, definitely. It could be a date. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So those three, I get I get an uppercut. Well, I call it an uppercut. Yeah. (laughs) Three weeks in a row. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's uh, August and the beginning of September is a very trying time for me. Mm -hmm. Very trying time for me. But I understand for sure. So you were talking about feeling that fog. Was Mm -hmm. there something, did it just kind of slowly lift then? Or did you feel like something happened that you made that made that change? It was a slow lift. Okay. I was with my mom for at least six months in her house. Okay. Mm -hmm. I could not bring myself to come home without Alana. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually with my mom for that amount of time. I did not step foot into my house. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 I could, I could pull up eventually and I mean, eventually, mm-hmm. I can pull up to the front and just look at the house. Yeah. Just look at the house. So it was like a gradual thing for me. So your son was probably out of the house by that point. But what was yes. your other daughter out of the house yeah. as well? No, 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 no. She had been living still at home. Mm-hmm. 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 So it was very difficult, as you can, you know. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, I know. Her best friend, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still rough. Mm-hmm. It's still rough. So my son was away to college. Yeah. And my daughter, she had just graduated. Okay. So she was preparing for college. Right. So yeah, she was still home. So d- during that time, she was kind of back and forth with her dad, staying with her dad and with me over to grandma's. Oh, sure. Yeah, so it was just everybody trying to get their life, a new life, back or try to start over. Right. Which you don't want to have to do. Yeah, yeah. How do you start over? How do you start over? You start over. So so during this time of fog. Right. Just trying to grasp my my mental that she's gone, you know, just not being able to touch her, to hug her, to smell her, to kiss her, you know, all of those things. I just started jotting down things. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't care. It was just on little sticky notes. I found a notepad at my mom's and I just started writing whatever I would feel, whatever I would hear on the inside. Okay. I would just start jotting down. Not much. It could be a sentence. It could be a word. Okay. It could be a whole, whole paragraph. It was just whatever it was that was inside of me. And I just started jotting down things. And of course, you as a mom knows, you start feeling as if I'm not the only one that's going through this. Yeah. Somebody, I need somebody and somebody needs me. Oh, I love the way you put that. Yeah. I love the way you put that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, just started gradually 
now I'm getting out just a little bit. Right. So I'm researching for mom groups. Okay. I'm researching like who can I connect with that can understand. And there were things online and there were a couple of, I can remember going to a hospital who would have groups for therapy and mental health. And Mm -hmm. I did find something for child loss, but it was like pregnancy. Okay. You know, yeah. Miscarriage. Right. So I'm like, this is not it. No, it's not. Yeah, this is not it. Even though- I mean, there are certain things that are the same, but there's a lot that's really yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want and you need somebody who's like in your space, mm-hmm. in your space. And that's when I started saying, I'm going to have to do something. Right. I'm going to, if you, if you can't find it, you make it. Right. <laughs> if you can't find it, you make it. So this was uh, pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. I worked for a hospital and Alana's story was huge. Right. I'm sure. She was uh, pretty much a big basketball player here or, you know, in the city. And just the news about her was like wildfire. Right. So her, her story, you can Google her now. Right. And you can read tons tons of information on Alana. So with me working at a hospital, I had no problem with getting space and auditorium to hold meetings for mamas. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I just, I went for it. I just emailed the CEO of the hospital. Mm-hmm. He told his, his team, whatever she wants, give it to her. Whatever space she needs, whatever she needs, give it to her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, you know, she's, you know, her name, you just knew who right. she was. Right, right, right. You just knew who she was. So I got a space and once a month, I just opened up doors to moms who could come. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much how Alana's song, which is the name of my organization, yep. Alana's song, after my Alana, that's pretty much how it came about. Yeah. That I just was alone in, in my alone time, just, just jotting down what was on the inside. Mm-hmm. Just jotting it down and just slowly, slowly coming up with a plan and just taking steps. If I knew it was going to work or if I didn't know. I was just going to take the steps and let's see, let's see. See where it takes us, right? Let's see where it takes us. Yeah. And once a month, I would have a meeting in the auditorium at the hospital. The same, this is, this is what gets me. Yeah. I had to cross the same parking lot that I got the news where I lost it. Yeah to have the meetings every month. Yeah. So that was in itself, in itself. For sure. Yeah. To have to go through that same parking lot to get to the auditorium. So how many mamas did you have come that first time? Do you remember? Or the first times? It was at least because, of course, I got the news out 
beforehand. It was at least 30, maybe. Wow. Yeah, at least 30. And some of them even brought their support. Sure. So it was the auditorium was pretty full. I think it it sat maybe 250, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a nice, nice size the first time. So I I, I call them Alana Alana Winks. Yeah. So it was it was great. And this went on uh, once a month until COVID. Because mm-hmm. you started when you started pretty soon after she passed or no? I would say uh, maybe a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Afterwards, just coming up with a plan, just having a vision, getting things just set up and mm-hmm. making sure I can get as much in order as possible. Yeah. As, as much in order as possible. So about a year and a half, I would say. And you know what? To me, that seems really pretty good. Like you're like you're moving along. But yeah. I, I want to bring that up because I've had moms say in the past, well, it's been a year now and I haven't done anything yet. So now I can't. And like, mm-hmm. like just silly because like you, the yeah. first year you're just in a fog. You can't do anything. Nobody can do anything. Anything. I mean, it's kind of amazing that you were able to do something in a year and a half. You yeah. know, I. So my point is, it's never too late. No. No. And a year and a half is darn early in my mind. And like I said, still dealing with the fog. Right. But, of course. But as as you connect mm-hmm. with other moms that get it, that understand, that's that's pouring in your healing. Mm-hmm. Your healing. And as I speak, that's giving them their healing. You're kind of pulling each other along. Yeah. You're kind of encouraging each other and just pulling each other along, which, which is what we need. Yeah. Which is what we need, definitely. That is what we need. We do need to pull each other along and to help each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So, yeah, yeah, I did that for, I want to say, at least two years. I did that. Okay. Two years, and then. Yeah, and then COVID hat. Yeah, yeah. COVID happened. And of course that shut everything down. Mm-hmm. That shut everything down. And during that time I was still doing, you know, just little social media stuff, but I had mom saying, so how, how are you going to do this? How are you going to reach, you know, reach people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is how the podcast came to be. Nope. I was just going to say, the the wind is picking up, so Andy's ta- singing a lot back there. Andy's playing his own song. Welcome. Not just Alana's song, so. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. that's not too disruptive. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I love it. I love it. Oh. Okay. And that's pretty much how. Um, the podcast started. Yep. I said, okay, we're going to do it this way, because I have moms all over the globe. Right. So they were kind of saying, I wish I could come to your meetings. Right. Mm-hmm. So I could come to your meetings. So now with the podcast, you can just reach everybody globally. Mm-hmm. So that's where how the podcast came to be. And when did that start for you? Actually, it's only been since the beginning of the year. Yeah. I was going to say, I think yeah. it's fairly new. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's pretty new. Pretty new because again, when something is shut down, 
it's, I won't say it's hard, but you're trying to gather, what can I do? I need a plan. I need a, you know, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's the next step for me? What will people receive? Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, you know, coming up with the podcast. It was, took a while, but I finally, I finally did it. Yep. And you're starting to get in your groove. How many have you released now? I would say about 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About 16. Yep. Yep. So it's coming along. I can't complain. I actually, I, I really love it. Just the process. I, I will say, except the editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to get better with the editing. Yeah. But just to come on and just listen and just provide a platform for moms to encourage us. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Something clicks and you're like, okay, I'm on the right path. I'm Mm -hmm. on the right path here. Mm -hmm. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. I love that. I feel like giving parents a platform to be able to tell their stories about their children is just so precious because we just don't get that very much. Right. Right. And uh, the grief space is finally opening up. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it's always been a hush hush thing or it's it's over get over it life goes on yeah. it, it's always been brushed under the rug so i'm so happy that the space is opening up mm-hmm. for for not only moms but for everyone to feel comfortable about speaking about their their loved ones and their lives and and know. just to have them not forgotten yeah, that we all yes. can remember with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely not forgotten. I love that. I love that. I want to go back a little bit to those initial meetings that you were having. What okay. did you feel like that did for you? Because I feel like those support groups were so helpful to me yeah. to be able yeah. to start those relationships with other grieving moms. What What did that feel like to you? Exactly what you said. It felt like a finally, mm-hmm. finally, somebody gets it. Yeah. Somebody gets it. I can hold somebody's hand who actually understands. Yeah. I can I can hug someone and she knows just what this hug means without saying a word. Beautiful. You Beautiful. Know, you no. Know? So I love that you put it like that cuz that's what it does feel like to me. I mean, when I think about a hug and a hand holding and all of those things now they mean different things than they used to it's it's not the same and I don't think people kind of understand that but I even feel like when I when we had people bring us meals for a long time they're bringing meals to the door bringing meals to the door and some of those people would want to hug and I would not always feel comfortable with that like I don't even know you To me, a hug is really intimate. But when I get a hug from another bereaved mom, I could hug him all day. I mean, that because it means something. So I uh, it's I don't know. I that's what. So I appreciate you saying that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bond. It's a you know, a club that we do not want to be a member of. 
Right. We don't want to be a member of this club, but within this club, we can, we can take and we can give. Uh, she has a little bit of what I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, 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 she gets it. Let me get some of her crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Let me exactly. get some of her. Yeah. Because yeah. we learn so much from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about every single podcast I've done now, and it's been, you know, a couple hundred, yeah. that that I feel like I gather a little nugget, a little something from every yeah. single person. That's Everyone. what it's about. It That's is. About. That is yeah. what it's about. It is about learning from different people and incorporating other things. And I, it, I feel like five years in, because it will be five years next week, that mm-hmm. I should kind of maybe, and I put should in air quotes here, that I should know everything by now, but I don't. No. I just no. still learn more. And I can learn more from someone who just lost their child six months ago. Oh, yeah. And I can pick up something new. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, I don't know if we've just become more sensitive. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But it, it's, it's a very um, magnetic like uh she's a mama let yeah. me let me get close and let me see if i can give her or if she can give to me and it's both yeah. and that's what yeah. the that's the difference with those hugs too isn't it mm-hmm. because those hugs you're giving and getting at the same oh, yeah. time oh yeah i i feel like the hugs meant a lot like right away on the you know, when we had our our the funeral and things like that, and all of those hugs were so supportive, like giving me a little bit of strength. Like I felt yes. like that the hugs were what kind of got me through. The hugs yeah. from people that I knew and loved and cared for me, like they just gave me a tiny bit of strength every time. Mm-hmm. The hugs with another bereaved mom are yeah. us exchanging strength. I'm going to give you a little bit and you're going to give me a little bit. And at the end, we both come out a little bit stronger love that right love because we don't want to disregard the hugs and the loves from others no no because those mean a lot also Mm -hmm. from those who love us especially Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely yeah but the the hugs from other moms you hit it on the you hit it on the head there it's that exchange yeah that exchange yeah and you would think that we both wouldn't come out stronger at the end of it but we do mm-hmm. 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 yep even if it's just to okay i'm gonna put my feet on the floor today right yeah right gonna, because sometimes I'm, that's all you can do that's all what all we can do i mean you talk about those first few months of a fog and not really being able to do much of anything no no i didn't move I didn't move for three months. I you know, showered and got right back on the couch. Mm-hmm. I didn't move. And it took so much to shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would not think that that would take a lot of energy, but it certainly does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I felt like, too, that the, the fog lasted a long time. And then... When the fog starts to lift, in some ways, it can hurt a little more because yeah. some of that, because the fog brings with it a bit of numbness and acceptance that you don't really think that it's happening. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Be, because as it's lifting, you're starting to get back out. Yeah, right. 
you're you're starting to get back out and we've been kind of protected in the sensitivity mm -hmm. but now we're getting back out and we're starting to realize okay there's Alana's school and she's not in school all yeah. of her all of her classmates are there right right yeah yeah and I'm, oh I've got to go to the grocery store now and there's her favorite yogurt or her favorite cereal or all of those things uh, that now you need to do that you yeah. weren't having to do yeah couldn't mm -hmm. couldn't cook spaghetti for a long time her favorite yeah so those things those things that we have to endure you know that may seem small to others right. those are huge to us mm -hmm. huge huge yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so now you've started the podcast talk about that what that feels like for you and for others a uh, good question starting the podcast for me it it brings on a how can i say a link mm -hmm. okay angie you're a link uh -huh. you're a link to help the mom Beyond you. okay just cross over whether it's for the day for the moment you you are a link for these moms out here mm -hmm. so get up turn on your laptop turn on that microphone there's a mom out there that needs to link you you need to link them to marcy yeah you need to link them to a mom in london I'm a, I'm I'm the link, oh, and I, like I have that. to yeah yeah, I have to do my part mm -hmm. because I may not have what Marcy needs, but there's a mom over in Alabama who does right, you know. So that's what it means to me. I might be the missing link. Right. Oh. To what mamas need. That is beautiful. I love the way you put that, that it might not be you, but yeah. it could be that mom in Alabama or the yeah. one in California or the one wherever. That might be the link they need and the perfect yeah. person that's going to speak to their heart mm -hmm. and give them what they need to get up out of bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the link. Mm -hmm. I am the link. So that's... That's how the how I feel about a, a Lana song. It's actually my podcast is actually called Angel Mom's Hopes of Heaven, mm -hmm. and it's just another branch of a Lana song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because what else does a Lana song do then? A Lana song is in a couple different areas. With a Lana song, it's more so online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have my own private Facebook group. Okay. I have, uh, of course, a business page on Instagram and Facebook, and you can uh, shop online with Alana Song Store. Okay. Yeah, and just find just a little bit of Angel Mom merch. I got hats and cups and t-shirts and sweatshirts. Wow. And yeah, yeah. So that's what I do with Alana Song. Okay. You know, and I'll I'll go out and speak. Mm-hmm with Alana's song. Right. Okay. And, of, and then of course I'll let them know about the, the podcast, the hopes of heaven. Yes. 
Yes. The hopes of, and I named it hopes of heaven because even before Alana was with me, mm-hmm. before Alana was born, before Alana came and moved back to heaven. Yeah. I always read about heaven. I mm-hmm. always wanted to know what's going on. Right, there? right. What is it? What's the hoopla? That's funny that that was there before. Yeah, yeah, even before. Okay. Like teenager, teenager, uh-huh. when I was a teenager. So every book about heaven, I've probably read it. Okay. Every YouTube about heaven, I've probably seen it. <laughs> I am just filled with the curiosity of heaven. Yes. So now that Alana lives there, now it's my hope. Right. Now it's my hope. So that's how I came up with the hopes of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's cool, and that my listeners don't know, that you ha- ask every person yeah. on your podcast yeah. a question at the end. What do you ask them? I ask all my mamas at the end of the podcast, Uh Mama, what are your hopes of heaven? Yes. So, (laughs) Alana's mom, Angela, what are your hopes of heaven? Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is good. This is good. You knew I would have to do that, right? (laughs) You knew I would. I knew it. And, you know, this is my first time being asked. Uh Uh-huh. Being asked, so <laughs> definitely. My my hope is that it's every word that I've read mm-hmm. over the years, and even more, because our minds cannot fathom right who God is and what He has created. He only gives us nuggets mm-hmm. of what we can handle. So my hopes is everything that I've ever written, that I've ever, ever read about heaven. And then, wow. And that, and that. (laughs) Right. Was it that too? (laughs) That to be totally blown away is my hopes. Mm -hmm. And definitely definitely reunited reunited and that she of course has been waiting i i have to say this because this is a nugget for me that helps me through eternity has no time right right eternity has no time so this is what when i'm i feel like i'm gonna pull my hair out and lose it this is one of the things i think about when I finally get to Alana, mm-hmm. I could be 98 years old. Right. When I get to Alana, she's going to look at me and say, hey, mom, like it's no big deal. Like yeah. she just left. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel like she was just off to camp for a week. Yeah. We are the ones that's anticipating. Yeah. Right. Right. We're anticipating because we work in time. We move in time, but to know that it's only going to feel like a week to her. Yeah. Or like no time at all. 
for no time at all. It's funny because I was just thinking about having, of course, this week, because now it's August and Andy done on August yeah. 15th and it's five years and I'm just thinking about it all the time. And it's, and it's one of those things that I think I just, he was such a mama's boy. I think, mm-hmm. how could he not be sad to not be with me? And then I think it's probably because it's just not the same there. And I had a mom on just a few weeks ago now. Her, her She was Delia Grace's mom. And this really stuck with me because her little girl was in the hospital and just, just a baby. And they're deciding to let her go. And she said to her, it's time to go to heaven, baby. And I'm already there. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. I'm already there. Because time is not the same. Mm-hmm. And she thought, in her mind, heaven is a perfect place. And how could it be a perfect place without her mama? Yeah. So that probably means that when she's there, she already is too. Wait. Mama already is too. And it was kind of a cool thought and something I'd never mm-hmm. really considered. Yeah, you know? that's good. That's good. I know. Isn't that good? That's good. That's good stuff. I know. And and to be able to say that, to say, I'm already there, baby. Just Mm. go. I'm already there. That's good. Love that. I loved it. Love that. Love that. You see what I mean? Yeah. And this is five years in and it's a new little tidbit because, of course, I'm thinking to myself, how could he be happy? I'm not there. Yeah. But maybe I am kind of for where he is. You Ah. know what I mean? Time is just so different. That's so See what I mean? Nuggets. 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 And just nuggets. get you thinking in a different way a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah. for us, time is hard, right? Mm. And we count all these stupid anniversaries yeah. and dates and oh, all yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. It's just heart-wrenching. But to know that it's not heart-wrenching for them is big. It's big. That's huge. That's huge. Because, again... Like you said about Andy, I'm your mama. Yeah, right. Nobody comes before me. <laughs> right, exactly, how, exactly. How could you leave your mama? Yeah. You know, so it has to be definitely something that's... That we just can't understand. Yeah. Yeah. If you're saying goodbye to Marcy, if yeah. you're saying goodbye to Andy, it has to be huge. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so that's what really helps me. There's no time. Right. There's no time. So we're the one that's fighting through the time. She's, it's going to feel like a week. It's going to feel like a week. Right. And in that time that we're having to live here, which is what it feels like. Sometimes it feels like a drag and you don't want to, right? It's just Mm -hmm. holding you back. But I love Again, your analogy of the link, right? Oh, yeah. Is during oh, yeah. this time, during these years, during these for your, you almost eight years of being here, if you can just continue being a link to help people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, then that's how you can use your time, right? Yes. And that's beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. Same to you. So is there anything else you feel like you wanted to make sure you mention today just when 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 you feel like you you can't go Mm -hmm. another step another second take a second regroup 
and push. Yeah. Push because they're cheering for you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're right. They're cheering for you. You've got lots of little cheerleaders in the background, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be open to, like you said, your wind chime. Yeah. Be open to hear, to listen for the cheers. Mm -hmm. For the cheers. It could just be the the colors, the favorite colors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's an Alana Wink. I see that purple. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So open yourself up, listen, and to see that they're cheering you on. They're pushing you on. They're pushing you on. Yeah. That that's what I would have to say. I would have to say. And, and I have to say here today is that, you know, I talked about my wind chime being in the background. And whenever I hear that wind chime, I think of Andy singing and that I have like yeah. several wind chimes and I always just think of Andy singing. And it feels so appropriate today yeah. to be talking to you, <laughs> Alana's song, yeah and to be having Andy's song Andy's singing. singing in yeah. the background almost the whole way. Because it started out, it was sunny and calm and then... The, cl and yep. the clouds came over and the wind started and Andy's been singing the whole time and it just feels right. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Angela. And thank you, Alana song. Oh, it was beautiful. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. I, I love spending time. I love spending time. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. Thank you for being that link. Thank you for having me. for listening. If you found this helpful and would like to support the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and comment. To help financially, you can text Andy's Mom to the number 53555 or visit the donate page on andysmom.com. Your donations are secure and tax-deductible, and we are now able to accept Venmo, PayPal, and Apple Pay. Always Andy's Mom is a registered 501c3 organization and can receive donations through smile.amazon.com, Thrive in Financial, and Benevity, amongst others. Marcy loves hearing from listeners. Please feel free to reach out to her via email at marcy at andysmom.com. Also, be sure to sign up for the email list to receive weekly updates as well as pictures of all of Marcy's guests and their children. Together, let's work to inspire hope one day at a time.